Ahead, it's Sunday. Um, I was getting a message from a guy who had previously attended my training, my two-day course, and he had some questions regarding questioning on a motor vehicle stop. And I'm going to try to just, instead of just speaking to him and giving him the answers, I'm going to jump on here and make a video for you guys if you're having trouble with the same thing. So uh, if you're having trouble, trouble on motor vehicle stops, you don't have the questions to ask, I, uh, I advise you to take my two-day course. We'll really go through that thorough and in detail. Uh, and for the guys who have taken it and for kind of forgotten a little bit about uh, what it was that I was explaining. Basically, this is this is the deal. Um, when we talk about setting up and, and observing motor vehicles and looking for those right cars, looking for criminal motor vehicles, be able to spot them on the highway and pick them out. Remember, RAS begins, and that's reasonable articulable suspicion, or for the guys from out of state, that's reasonable suspicion. In New Jersey, they, they tacked on articulable. I, I, don't, I don't know why. But um, it begins when you spot that motor vehicle, and that motor vehicle spots you because things are going to start to happen at that time where it's abnormal, it's different than what every other vehicle is going through on the road. You'll see that. I'm not going to go to all that in this video. And you'll follow that car. You'll, you'll capture those moments. And I want you in your mind to just be like a recorder for when you get to your report and uh, just I'll really understand what's going on. I want you to be able to emphasize, hey, when I saw this car, they were doing 50 in a, in a 50 in the speed limit, when they spotted me and I made eye contact with the driver, his head snapped. They jammed the brakes, pulled it back to 35 and a 50, so much so that other cars were going around them. Then they exited off into a gas station. Upon stopping the car, there was uh, I asked them what they were doing here, and they said that they're, they were getting gas. However, there was um, a full tank of gas in the car, or three-quarters to a full tank of gas in the car, and it doesn't seem to make sense. So it's all those things that don't make sense. And the questions really are, remember, in New Jersey and pretty much every other state under Pennsylvania versus MIMS, which was a United States Supreme Court case that allowed an officer to ask a driver out of a car and always take them off to the side of the, of the highway, you know, or into a safe zone where you're not going to get hurt. And you got to begin asking those pressing questions. So one of the questions was he, he didn't feel like he had enough RES to ask for consent to search. In New Jersey, you need reasonable suspicion to ask for consent to search. I know it's not that way in every other state, but in New Jersey, we need that. And a lot of times what I find is guys are just missing the reasonable suspicion. They're not really conscious to what they're experiencing and seeing. They just think that something's wrong. They know something's up. They just can't figure out what it is. So don't get stumped on it. I shouldn't be chewing gum while I'm doing this. So don't be stumped on this. Um, you know, here are some questions you can ask. You have somebody step out of a car after all these things have happened. Remember, we got to separate the passengers from the driver. But there's a lot of other stuff that will lead you to the questions that you're asking. Is there one key in the ignition? Um, you know, there's so many variables and factors. You just got to be conscious to what's happening. You got to start to teach yourself and train yourself to understand what's going on. Is there a passenger who will not make eye contact with you and has a rapid, deep, uh, you know, rapid rising and falling of their chest and they're staring in their phone and scrolling through Facebook the whole time? I mean, is that normal behavior on a motor vehicle stop for a passenger to just be in their, in their friggin' phone or, or ignoring you or not making eye contact with you or acting weird in some way? You have to just understand what's happening and ask questions pertaining to the things that you were experiencing. So some questions that are simple ones to ask where you can start out. Where are you guys coming from? Where are you headed to? But be specific with these questions. You don't want to just get general answers. Hey, where are you guys coming from today? Oh, Connecticut. Well, where in Connecticut were you? What were you doing there? How long was your stay? Um, who were you with? Were you with this person? Where are you guys headed to now? And again, the same questions. Why are you going there? Um, what's your business there? 
these questions will start to, um, you know, really, really open up what's going on here. What are you going to do? You want to keep those people separate. And you're going to ask the same questions to the passengers in the car. Make sure the stories match. Remember, any good interdictionist or any good police officer who can go out, anybody who has a story, even, even, if, it's, even if it's put together real well and they've rehearsed it, I guarantee you the best guys I've seen on motor vehicle stops are the ones that continue to ask questions and beat people's stories up and eventually unravel and start to get to the truth. That's just the bottom line. So those are some good questions to start with. And you just kind of want to broaden it from there. You're allowed to ask those questions on a motor vehicle stop. All right, so hopefully this gives you guys some foundation to grow and, and build from that. Hopefully that answered some questions. But remember, if you're not comfortable having people step out of a car and off to the side of the highway and begin to ask them these questions, these this is not going to work for you. So you need to get yourself comfortable with asking that question. A lot of times I would see guys who took my two-day training course that I worked with. I'd come back and they're like, hey, um, oh, I'll get to you one second, Wangus. Um, you know, I, I would see them on a motor vehicle stop and they'd be asking the questions with two people in the car. Why are you doing that? Hey, come over here, man. What are you doing? Well, I'm asking them the questions. You told me to ask them, but why do you, they're in earshot of each other. They can hear their answers. The idea is to separate them and do an interview with each one to make sure that the stories match up. I can't tell many people's stories I beat up just on, on just separating them and asking the same questions. They didn't know what the hell they were talking about. The stories didn't match or they didn't know who each other were. Or they did and were lying about who the other person was. These are, this is your RAS. This is going to be your asking for consent to search. Okay. And um, it says, uh, Wang Gus, do you need RAS to ask if there's anything illegal or should I know that in the car? Well, you're allowed to ask that question after you've. So here's the technical answer. Okay. Here's your technical New Jersey case law answer on that one. You can ask that once you pose some regular standard questions and then. Uh, you can, those are decide, uh, designed to, cons con I'm sorry, uh, dispel or confirm any suspicion of criminal activity. And then you can broaden your question. So you have to start with easy questions and you could expand. But technically, you're not going to need RAS. I, I guess it's kind of RAS. You just need to start with smaller questions. Where are you guys coming from? These are accepted questions that you can ask somebody on a motor vehicle stop. Where are you coming from? Where are you headed to? Who's in the car with you? And if their answers start not making sense and the person in the car doesn't have a matching story, then you can go back to them and say, hey, do you have anything illegal in the car? Now, that's New Jersey. Other states, I'm not sure what your rules are. All right. So that's hopefully that answers your question. Um, but maybe this gives everybody some perspective on where to go with this. If you guys really want answers in the two-day course, we do watch videos from motor vehicle stops of mine. We watch other police officers, motor vehicle stops. And you guys can really try to get an understanding of how this all works and Really just exposure to looking at what a typical motor vehicle stop looks like for a uh, interdiction. All right. So if you guys have any other questions, reach out to me. Hopefully this answers some questions for some guys. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And uh, I'm out.